Ladies and gentlemen, it's a big, weird, wild world out there, folks, and here we stand. Al Pied del Cañon, ready for anything. I'm Rob, that's the Natch, and you're listening to... The Bravo Show! <laughs> good morning, good people out there in Radioland. How are you doing this morning? It is 8.30 Central European Time, 2.30 a.m. Oh, wait, hang on. I don't even know what time it is in the States. We changed the clocks, didn't we? My God, so much confusion. I don't know where you are. I don't know where you are, what time it is, <laughs> in whatever place you're at. But welcome, friends. You're listening to the one and only Probo Show. A big hug and a kiss and a nibble of the ear to our wonderful podcast downloaders. Um, October's been an incredible month, Natch. Not only is this the most downloaded show on Vaughn Radio, on in October, Natch, we have reached 10% more people than we usually do. It's crazy. Crazy. So thank you for our podcast downloaders. You guys rock the block. A good, a big good morning to our people in the live audience today. That's Min, The Bridge, Vero, Ronnie, and a few more who haven't said good morning. Good morning to you guys. Um, let's see what people are saying. Morning, says, uh, says Min, joining us from the Netherlands. The Bridge in the north of Spain. Good morning, Rob. Gotcha. Uh, Vero, joining us here in Madrid, says, Good morning, beautiful warriors around the universe and beyond. Ooh, it seems the beans are overflowing today. I am overflowing with beans today. Last week, I ate homemade lentejas. And it was, um, yeah, it was a bad experience to to, <laughs> to share a studio where the air can't flow freely with me. It wasn't good. Crack a window, folks. Um, good morning, Ronnie. No nibbles for the rest, says the bridge. You'll get a little nibble of the year. Why not? Uh, Rafelka's with us. Hello, everybody. Guys, I thoroughly tortured the elves this morning, and they prepared a hell of a show for today. Okay, in 100 Humans, I asked them to name a non-work-related thing people do to kill time at work. Um, for our non-native speakers here, kill time, same in Spanish, matar el tiempo. Nombra cosas no relacionadas con el trabajo que la gente hace para matar el tiempo en el trabajo. All right. Um, incomplete the news. We'll find out. Um, we'll find out what unique thing Salzburg Airport has that other airports don't. And if we have time, we'll also complete the news on some AI. And find out how it learns in today's but today's unpopular opinion it's a good one Natch. you don't know today's unpopular opinion right i am not related to anything Natch. i want to make this clear not related to anything in my life or you know <laughs> today's unpopular opinion is meetings that last over 30 minutes indicate bad management yeah there you go. That's today's um, unpopular opinion. Las reuniones que duran más de 30 minutos indican mala gestión. Woo! We'll get into that in a second. First of all, I'm here. You're here. Let's find out what's going on in the world. Natch, how are you doing, sir? Fine, thank you. Yeah. Good weekend? Mm, yes, normal weekend. Did you relax? Mm, yes, a little bit. So I saw the article he sent me on Friday afternoon. Yeah, that they've banned oh, yes. patinetes. So you came in on the you came in on the in your car today. Oh dude. Oh dude. The dream the dream is over. <laughs> Do you think well apparently if you don't know this um, um an electric scooter exploded like really exploded on the Madrid metro. But dude that explosion seems a little extreme to me. Do you know the from the photos you sent me? But yeah, so now you can't take electric scooters on the um, on the Madrid Metro. Sad. The dream is over, Natch. Now I have to figure out how I'm going to get the damn thing home. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, my weekend good, dude. My weekend was good. I um, did a little script writing, um, prepared today's and this afternoon's show. More in that. More on that in a second. And binge watched the fall of the House of Usher. A Netflix uh, show, a, a new um, Netflix program by creator Mike Flanagan, I think his name is. Did you ever see, um, uh, oh God, what's it called? The Haunting of Hill House or The Haunting of Bly Manor, Natch? No. You're not a big fan of the horror genre? No. Or Midnight Mass. If any of you have seen any of those shows, 
You'll know they're all kind of in the horror genre. Well, Mike Flanagan at it again with Fall of the House of Usher. In my mind, the best one he's done. Like, really, a phenomenal um, show. I can see not many people making their way to the end of the season because it is quite dense and the story moves quite slowly. But my God, that last episode was amazing. Like, Izzy and I watched it together and after the episode, we were, like, silent. You know when you watch something that has just shook your world a little bit? We were silent there for, for at least half an hour. Imagine how good a TV show has to be to shut me up. There you go. (laughs) Um, Yeah, some script writing. The YouTube channel, the Probo Show YouTube channel, growing steadily. Thank you for that. And that's about it. That was my my weekend. So, with that said, I'm here. You're here. The Natch is here. Let's see what's going on in the world. Okay, here we go. David Shringley turns 6,000 copies of The Da Vinci Code into 1984. The the novel, um, uh, God, what's it by George Orwell? So yeah, this is um, uh, this is uh, David Shringling convierte seis uh, seis mil novelas del Código de, de Da Vinci en mil novecientos ochenta y cuatro. In two thousand twenty three, artist David Shringling transformed 6,000 copies of Dan Brown's widely popular novel, The Da Vinci Code, into a new edition of George Orwell's 1984. This creative endeavor was inspired by a charity shop in Swansea that had humorously asked for no more copies of Dan Brown's bestseller due to its abundance. Shringley decided on this project after learning that Orwell's works went out of copyright 70 years after his death in 2020. The project was a commentary on the current societal trajectory, with Shringley suggesting people should be wary of sleepwalking into a totalitarian regime. Oof. We should be wary of sleepwalking into a totalitarian regime. The first 250 copies of this unique edition will be sold in Swansea for £495 each. Let me just remind you, It's out of copyright. You can read it on the internet. Wow, that's a lot of money. While the remaining will be priced at £795 on Shringley's website. So there you go. Do you ever read um, The Da Vinci Code, Natch? Um, No. No, no. One of the worst books ever written in my mind. That and um, Fifty Shades of Grey. The two lamest books in modern history. I remember the, the furor it caused when it came out, The Da Vinci Code. Everybody was, oh my God, the key, Jesus, Jesus' descendants live among us. If you never read the Da Vinci Code, it's kind of like a sequel to the New Testament. (laughs) It goes Old Testament, New Testament, Dan Brown's Da Vinci Code. That's how it goes. (laughs) If you want to follow the the Christ saga, that's how it goes. In the Bible universe, the Bible cinematic universe. Yeah, um... Not a very good book in my mind. I have read the book that the um, that the the Da Vinci Code kind of borrows its ideas. Um, called not the Sign and the Seal. God, what's it called? Jeez, I can't remember. But I, I bought it in hardback. I first um, Holy Blood and the Holy Grail. God damn it! There you go. It's a documentary style book. I do recommend that one. It's actually really fascinating. I don't believe in the premise, but still, a well-written piece of literature is worth reading, even if, you know, not technically uh, 100% accurate. Um, I have read Inferno, says Vero. I haven't read Inferno. In fact, I read The Da Vinci Code, fell so badly out of love with Dan Brown, never picked up another one of his books ever again. (laughs) In fact, in many ways, Dan Brown turned me against fiction. I I think Da Vinci Code is actually the last fiction book I actually read. I mean, it's so bad. The story's pacing is terrible. Anyway, in my opinion, and friends, as Grandpa Bo used to say, opinions are like buttholes. We all have one. They all stink, including mine. All right, let's move on. Um, Some worrying news from NPR, npr.org. npr.org. Antarctica is melting and we'll all need to adapt. A trio of climate analyses show. La Antar- How do you say Antarctica? An- Antarctica? Antarctida? Antarctida. Antarctida. My God. These words are not good for British mouths, man. 
Too many, too many um, consonants. Just chill out with the consonants, Spain. Uh, la Antártida se derrite y todos debemos uh, adaptarnos según un trío de análisis climáticos. Let's um, get into this. Antarctica's ice is melting faster than ever before, especially the sea ice which reached its lowest levels this year since satellite tracking began in 1980. This rapid melting is concerning because it contributes to rising global sea levels. The West Antarctic ice shelf, which holds enough water, get this, the West Antarctic ice shelf holds enough water to increase sea levels by 10 feet. That's bye-bye. Bye-bye, Manhattan. <laughs> That's bye-bye, Netherlands. Men, buy a boat. Crazy. I mean, the, the Netherlands have um, sea protection, but I'm sure they, well, they're going to need to raise it another 10 feet, friends. Um, it's already an irreversible melting process. Oh, it's already irreversible. Yeah, like forget about reducing greenhouse gases, carbon emissions. This, the melting of, um, of, the, of Antarctica's ice sheet is irreversible right now. Even if greenhouse gas emissions were reduced immediately, the rate of melting in West Antarctica would continue throughout the century. While East Antarctica is more stable, recent studies suggest its massive glaciers could also melt faster than anticipated. This means we could face significant sea level rises in coming decades. Immediate action and ad adaptation are essential, as relying solely on emission reductions won't be enough. Oof. I have no idea how the human race can solve this. I'm not clever enough. I'll be the first to admit that. Nivelatho Rob, via Nivelatho says Ronnie and Vero. Natch, you're, you're dropping the ball, man. You're dropping the ball. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Um, Min says, oh, the Netherlands already made plans to make massive dams surrounding the entire North Sea. Wow. UK and Norway don't agree, apparently. Well, they, the UK and Norway can, you know, they can boat over to the Netherlands to see how it should be done. <laughs> I mean, 10 feet is not negligible, friends. 10 feet. Ten, like, the, think of the tallest ba basketball player you can think of. And then ten, and then three foot taller than him, more than likely. That's craziness. That's craziness. Um, and finally, in the news today, inspired by the human brain, inspirado en el cerebro humano, how IBM's latest AI chip could be twenty five times more efficient than GPUs by being more integrated. Let's unpack that a little bit. Como el último chip de inteligencia artificial de IBM podría ser 25 veces más eficiente que las GPUs al estar más integrado. Apparently, this isn't going to be a big danger to um, NVIDIA or AMD, the the, the big players in, um, in video processing. But it certainly could be. Inspired by the human brain. Here we go. IBM's new North Pole processor, inspired by the human brain, is designed to speed up AI tasks by embedding small amount of memory directly into its 256 cores. Wow. Okay. Now, maybe a lot of you not so tech savvy. I'm going to admit, me neither. To a certain degree, yes. Um, but... A computer's short-term memory is its RAM. Long-term memory is its storage on the disk. So you buy a computer, it's three, two teras. Two teras. That's its long-term memory. It takes a longer time to access. But when it's performing tasks, it uses RAM, which is its short-term memory. Now, instead of using RAM, these new chips have memory direct, directly built into the chip, and it makes them... Um, uh, up to 25 times um, faster than most GPUs and CPUs and apparently uses less power. Is this, is this the technology that really ramps up the intelligence and speed of artificial intelligence? Could be. Could be. Keep a close eye on this new story, guys. I will. And on that note, let's go to today's 
Unpopular Opinion. Unpopular Opinion. A little bit of tech news there, Natch. Are you tech savvy? Are you a tech savvy man? Not anymore. I used to be, but not anymore. Was my explanation of um, uh, of storage and RAM sufficient? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. I worry, you know, when I get into these highly technical kind of news stories that I lose people. Um, because yeah, not all of us are as tech savvy as maybe we should be. We certainly don't learn that kind of thing in school. I think we should. I mean, we've missed the boat now, Natch. We're too old. <laughs> but yeah, that's a, a pretty fair explanation. And um, yeah, 25 times, is that right? 25 times more um, more efficient than uh, a GPU. Now, if you don't know anything about um, AI and what it costs, it is extremely expensive. It requires a lot of water to cool down the um, the areas where the, the processing is done, and it requires an immense amount of power. That's why this could be a tipping point for AI, especially for IBM here. Um, NVIDIA became one of the... Uh, one of the richest companies in the world relatively recently for providing chips for AI. Could IBM outseat them, outpace them? It looks likely. Let's see. Anyway, if you're an investor, that's a little bit of a tip from me. <laughs> All right. So today's unpopular opinion is, here we go. It is that meetings that last over 30 minutes are an indication of poor management. Las reuniones que duran más que de 30 minutos indican mala gestión. Hmm. All right. What do you think, Natch? Just on the on the surface, what do you think? Mm, I agree. You agree? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, me too. We we meet, um, me and the media team, we meet probably 30 minutes, right, Natch? We go for a coffee every Wednesday. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, very rarely we speak about work. Maybe 10 minutes of that conversation is dedicated to work. Most of it is dedicated to our lives, how we're doing, what's going on. Why? Because when we're in work, we try not to talk about those things. and We try and get our work done. And we all know what each other's doing because there is always a constant flow of information, usually um, centered in me and, uh, and, and then spread around the other people. That, in my mind, is efficient management. And that's, I think, one of the contributing factors to the fact to why we get so much work produced. Three people, um, uh, three people that make um, 12 and a half hours of radio every single day. And the TV team has made 400 episodes of TV this year. That's more day. We've made more TV than there are days in the year. <laughs> and we and, and, and just two people, if you count just the Natch and Pajaro. Um, make 12 and a half hours of radio every day. Uh, congratulations. Can you give yourself a, a Probo approved to the Vaughn media team? Probo approved. Killing it. Killing it every single day. Just delivering wins. Um, and I don't, and I think no small part of the, no small contributing factor of that is the constant flow of communication between all the members because really TV and radio are not 100% related. But Natch knows what's going on with TV. As does Tino. Marta knows what's going on with radio. I know what's going on with everything. Everyone's informed. And we take that meeting nine times out of ten to just a little catch up and then talk about our lives outside the um, outside the office. But not all meetings are so efficient. I asked the, the elves um, to deliver up some pros and cons. And here we go. Let's see. In the pro column, agreeing with the fact that um, meetings that last over 30 minutes indicate, indican, bad management, mala gestión. Um, first point, uh, short meetings tend to force participants to concentrate on the core agenda. A management that insists on meetings longer than 30 minutes might be failing to prioritize streamlined discussion points efficiently. True story. Next, good management understands and respects the time of its employees. Prolonged meetings may indicate a lack of respect for participants' time and a failure to recognize the cost of business operations related to hours worked. I just want to unpack that for a minute. Let's repeat. Um, it fails to recognize the cost of business operations related to hours worked. 
All right, let me let me give you an example. Natch, are you ready? And people out there in uh, Radio Land, people in the audience, here we go. If you are subjected to four hours of meetings a week, <laughs> or maybe just one meeting that lasts four hours, <laughs> if you are subjected subjected to that every week, fifty two weeks in a year, that's two hundred and eight hours a year you spend in those meetings. That's twenty six days of manpower, man labor that you are just gifting to the gods of small talk. That is a problem. That is a problem. That's over, that's like a month and a half. Well, actually more than that. So an average of 21 working days each week. It's like a month and a half. So a month and a half of wage. Let's say if, uh, if you're earning 21 grand a year, you're probably paying, your company's probably paying around 32. <laughs> that's what, like... You know, just uh, around um, around three grand. You're just throwing throwing away there on each person who is subjected to those four-hour meetings. That's crazy. That is a waste of money. Let's get into. Let's continue on. Okay, lengthy meetings can be a symptom of indecisiveness, where management is unable to make prompt and concise decisions, leading to drawn-out discussions, lack of direction, and ultimately wasted time. And finally, poor preparation. Effective meetings rely on good preparation, which includes pre-circulated agendas, background materials, and clear objectives. Meetings that consistently last longer than 30 minutes might indicate a failure in the preparatory process. All right, there we go. Woo! Um, Vero says the Vaughn Media team are the best. Bravo. You know, that's one of the truest statements. That's not even an opinion. That's truth. Um, Approve for Vero, please. Come on. <laughs> Robo approved. It's mainly just Natch. The rest of us orbit him like the sun. <laughs> All right, let's continue. In the con column saying, no, dude, come on. Some meetings have to, like, meetings have to last longer than 30 minutes. Let's get into this. Some topics require in-depth discussions and cannot be adequately um, covered in short time frames. Strategic planning, annual reviews, crisis management, and other high-stake matters may legitimately need more time for a thorough, thoughtful, thoughtful discussion. Next, in companies where a collaborative culture prevails, meetings may take longer because ideas are encouraged and discussed from multiple viewpoints. These discussions can foster creativity and a sense of ownership among team members. I call those brainstorming sessions not meetings but thanks for playing <laughs> elves <laughs> brainstorming is completely different and it takes as long as it takes but anyway let's continue training and development in cases where meetings are also used for professional development or training longer meet um, time frames could be necessary to ensure concepts are thoroughly taught and understood that sounds like training not meetings but thanks for playing elves and finally Communication style. Different leaders have unique management and communication styles. Some may prefer a more detailed, del um, deliberative discussion method to ensure clarity and consensus, which can extend meetings, but also lead to more informed discussions. That is the topic up for debate today, guys. Um, meetings that last over 30 minutes indicate bad management. Las reuniones que duran más de 30 minutos indican mala gestión. Okay, so I posted this poll on Instagram. As I always do, I posted it on Instagram. How do you think people voted, Natch? True. True. Mm. By a lot, by a little. By, by a lot. Congratulations, Natch. The oracle is here. 93% of people said true. Um, in fact, only a few of the people, only a very few people said false. And I know at least one of those people is in management. <laughs> that tells you everything, right? <laughs> that tells you everything you need to know. Okay, so I did get some comments here. Vero said, true. Work meetings lasting more than 30 minutes can tire workers. If workers are mentally exhausted, their performance will be much lower and the company profits will not be so good. True story. Well, look, I give you an example there of how the time is just wasted. So one person in a, in four hours meetings of a, a week is 26 days. But that person isn't meeting alone. Minimum the meeting with one other person. <laughs> right? That's 52 weeks 
Oh, 52 days, sorry. Just thrown out the window. If there's three people in that meeting, I mean, come on. <laughs> Four people. 104. 104 days of manpower just wasted, thrown out the window. And let's not forget how much that actually physically costs the company to pay those wages to be in those meetings. All right, when we get back from the break, I'll go over some um, messages I received on Instagram um, and we'll get into this. What do you think? What do you think? Is it a failure of management if meetings last over 30 minutes or are some meetings designed to last over 30 minutes? It's just necessary. You tell me. I don't know, friends. You know, opinions are like buttholes. Everyone has one. They all stink, including mine. So I want yours. Let's see. All right, guys. So many things you could have been doing this morning. But instead of doing those things, my beautiful warriors, you took the time to spend some time with Natch and I, and it means the world. I'll see you in a few minutes. Hey, guys. If you'd like to support the show, you can do so on Patreon. That's patreon.com forward slash professional bohemian. There you'll find FODs of the episodes as they are recorded live, blogs, vlogs, and behind-the-scenes content. If you'd like to watch the show live, you can do so on twitch.tv forward slash professionalbohemian, and you can participate in the polls we use in the show on Instagram at professionalbohemian or Twitter at probo, P-R-O-B-O-H. Okay. On with the show. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the show. You're listening to the Pro Bowl Show live at 9 a.m. Central European time. How are you doing out there, friends? So the poll is live. You can still vote for at least another minute. Do meetings that last over 30 minutes, do they indicate bad management? Los reuniones que duran más de 30 minutos indican mala gestión. True or false? You still have time to vote there in the chat. If you've just tuned in, what have you missed? My God, so much. We looked at the artist who converted 6,000 copies of the Da Vinci Code into George Orwell's 1984. <laughs> yeah, no? And then sold them for $500 each, or five, 500 pounds each. Yeah, yeah. You're an altruist, man. Well done. <laughs> then, we, um, uh, then we looked at some worrying news from NPR that um, the Antarctica is melting, friends, and we need to adapt. We've passed the point of no return to stop this uh, melting. No reduction in greenhouse gases or carbon emissions can fix it. We need to adapt. And then finally, we looked at the new chip um, being developed by IBM um, that is inspired by the human brain and has been shown to be up to 25 times more efficient than other GPUs. Um, that's graphical process processing unit or something like that. If you buy vi basically video RAM, um, if you buy a new PC, you've got RAM, which is your um, uh, which is your short comparable to your short term memory. You've got storage, which is your hard drive, usually quite uh, a lot there. You'll have a terabyte or so, and graphics program pro um, processing a graphics card is used to make video games and, and video editing run faster, but it also is what they use in AI. And apparently, yeah, this new IBM um, IBM chip uh, has been shown to run um, a lot faster by incorporating short-term memory into the chip. I worry that I don't explain this stuff well enough, Natch. Okay, the poll has finished there. We'll get to that in a second. What poll, you may ask? Well, the poll of today's unpopular opinion uh, today's brain fat, today's pedo cerebral, which is Las reuniones que duran más de 30 minutos indican mala gestión. Meetings that last over 30 minutes um, indicate bad management. Okay, let's see. Vero. Uh, I got a lot of messages on Instagram with regards to this. Vero says, work... Oh, no, we read that one. Sorry, Vero. Uh, Nessa says, yep, it should be a quick catch-up a round of questions, if there are any, and that's it. 15 minutes tops. Over that feels like a waste of time to me, says Nessa. You know what I hate most about Spanish meetings, Natch? The preamble. How's it going? How's your family? Where are you going on vacation? Like, I don't want A, to talk about this, or B, you to know about it. So, why, are we, why are we getting into it right now? I don't know. <laughs> but it seems like, like tradition in Spain, or is it around the world? You tell me, because I'm not good at that kind of small talk. I want to get into the topic, to finish the conversation, and get back to work as soon as possible. That is my main objective in most meetings. 
Um, let's see. Mary says, yes, I'm very unproductive if it lasts over 30 minutes. Okay. Um, Raj, writing to us again. I think it's a bit more nuanced, nuanced than that. Nuanced, Matif. I think it's a bit more nuanced than that. In larger corporations, sometimes longer meetings are necessary. <laughs> Do you smell that, Natch? Smells like a director. <laughs> are you a director, Raj? I'm going to go ahead and bet that you are. <laughs> sometimes longer meetings are necessary to ensure everyone is on the same page. It's not about bad management, but rather about being thorough. Okay, Fiona, I am totally with that. If you're holding meetings over 30 minutes, you're not making decisions. It's just talk. Um, in the startup world, we move fast and be efficient. All right, there you go. So those are some opinions we um, we gathered online. Min here says, I think meetings can easily last over 30 minutes, and it's fine if they do. The bad management comes from not planning a break. Hmm. Yeah, could be. So here we go. I mean, yeah. I'm going to, here is where I throw all my cards on the table. Um, I used an example of Vaughn Media, right? The, the four of us that here that make all the media that Vaughn produces. Yeah, it's true. Our meetings are quick and efficient, but then there are only four of us, including me. How, how can the communication not be efficient? Sometimes teams are a lot bigger than that, and perhaps it's impossible to get through every single person and every single point and then make decisions afterwards in 30 minutes. But then my point is, you know, I mean, there are always efficiencies that can be made. How many meetings have you been sat in, Natch, where they where they cover topics that have got absolutely nothing to do with you and you're just sat there listening to the podcast from hell that you can't leave. You just have to sit there nodding with a smile on your face while, while things finish. I mean, it's just so frustrating. Now, surely a lot of those longer meetings can be fractioned out into shorter meetings, fractured, sorry, into shorter meetings where only relevant things to the people that are there are discussed because what worries me is the amount of money we just throw away in these meetings like i told you that if you're four hours of meetings a week right it's 26 it equals 26 days a year in a 52 week year but business years aren't 52 weeks friends because <laughs> you have christmas um in spain semana santa two weeks of holidays already you're talking about a massive percentage of, um, uh, of the working week dedicated just to um, uh, just to meeting times. And that's just one person. So imagine 26 days of one person's year just dedicated to meetings. A meeting is not one person on their own. Like the last meeting I attended was eight people. <laughs> Do the math, friends. Eight people. Do the math. So yeah, I mean, it can be a problem. And how do companies more efficiently do this, uh, more efficiently run their communication? Well, here in um, here in Vaughan, we use Teams, for example, a great way to send quick messages without having to move. Email, you know, how many how many meetings have you been involved in that could have been emails? I mean, geez, Louise, <laughs> practically all of them, right? Practically all of them. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like quite often a lot of these meetings are just kind of like exercises in ego and uh, really not focused on productivity. I mean, especially in my job, I am very hands-on with the work. I don't rely on Natch, Tino, or Marta to do all the work. I'm actually working myself. So the idea of having 26 hours, 26 days of my, of my working year dedicated to listen to other people talk is horrifying because I'm always under pressure to deliver content because there is so much content to make. Horrifying. Horrifying. All right, well, um, I did um, I did post a poll in the chat, my friends. I did ask you. I did ask you. I said, um, uh, true or false, meetings that last over 30 minutes indicate bad management. Okay, and you guys said... Quite surprised by this one, Natch. This time, only 75% true. You know what's true, Natch? 
that not all meetings are created equal. There is one thing that the um, the elf says here that um, it is quite hard to refute. In collaborative culture, yes, meetings can be more about an exchange of ideas, rebuttals, debate, and that sometimes needs more time. Strategy meetings, annual reviews, crisis management. You know, not all meetings are low stakes. Let's just keep up with the weekly events. Not all meetings are like that. Not all meetings are created equal. Sometimes the most productive thing you can do is have a bunch of people sat in a room talking through a subject until you reach a conclusion. Sometimes that, my friends, is the most uh, productive thing you can do. Sometimes that is the way you save money. Not always. Not always. I do think there are a lot of companies out there that suffer from um, a corporate illness that here in Spain they call reunionitis. <laughs> oh, that is just um, renew, um, meetingitis, I think would be the translation. Look at that. Not a single Nivel Atha. I don't know what's wrong with Natch. What? King Lazo. Oh, there he is. How you doing, Natch? <laughs> Again, he's slow on the coffees this morning. It's 8.30, guys. Come on. <laughs> um, so, yeah. It's true that a lot of companies do suffer from reunionitis, and let's face it, 90% of our meetings are just those. Let's catch up, let's make sure we're all on the same page meetings, and those have no reason to last over 30 minutes, do they? Do they? But saying that all meetings should last um, 30 minutes and no more, and that if they don't, it indicates a failure of management, I'm, um, I'm not sure that can be true. Although, most of the time, it probably is. On that note, friends, let's go to today's 100 Humans. All right, friends, it was a long walk to work today across snow-capped mountains and through river valleys. And on that walk, I encountered 100 humans and I asked them a question. Today's question is name non-work-related things that people do to kill time at work. Nombra cosas no relacionadas con el trabajo que la gente hace para matar el tiempo en el trabajo. There you go. I asked them that question. They gave me their answers. I'm in possession of the top seven answers right here. Your job in the chat is to identify those top seven answers. Name non-work-related things people do to kill time, matar el tiempo, at work, en el trabajo. Oh! All right, Natch. As always, we turn our attention to the one and only Oracle for some enlightenment on this issue. What do you think, Natch? To surf on the internet? Surf on the internet. Hmm. I mean, a lot of these things could be considered surfing on the internet, so I'm going to have to ask you to be more specific. Social media. Social media, okay. Using social media. Min agrees with you. Min says checking social media too. But is it there? Yes, it is, friends. Well done. Min and the Natch says using social media and with 24 of 100 humans, friends, it's the number one answer. Natch, are you proud that I, um, that I remained balanced with that unpopular opinion today? Knowing me like you do. <laughs> I hate meetings, friends. I hate them. With every fiber of my soul, I hate meetings. <laughs> I'd much rather sit there and work. <laughs> anyway, so here we go. Social media usage is there. Well done, guys. Number one answer. Let's continue. Okay, Vero says, playing mobile games. Playing games on the phone or whatever. Playing games. Is it there? Who... Um, jugando juegos, would you say? Oh, wow, dude. Será posible, vaya nivelazo. That's weird. They use the same thing twice. There you go. Yeah, um, jugar, play, play games. It's there. It's the sixth most popular answer. Well done. Vero for the win. Reading news. Reading news, says Rafelka. Reading the news. Yes, I'm going to give it to you. Yeah, yeah. The 100 Humans said, reading the news, the weather, 
Yeah, why not? Reading news and weather, it's there. It's the seventh most popular answer. Congratulations, Rafelka. All right. So you've identified three of the seven, friends, the most popular and the two least popular. Very good. Ronnie, speaking from my own heart here. (laughs) Ronnie says, uh, going to the bathroom. Going to the bathroom. Non-work related. But let's be honest, friends. The work poos are the best poos. Because you know you're getting paid for them. You get paid for the work poos, Natch. <laughs> True story. But he's going to the bathroom there. Did the hundred humans agree? Yes, they did. Well done. <laughs> Ten of the hundred humans agreed with you, Ronnie. They said going to the bathroom is a non-work related thing people do to kill time at work. Hmm. Okay, Rafelka says chatting with colleagues. Chatting with colleagues. Or texting sometimes with colleagues as well. Not on Teams, because they're probably spying on that. On WhatsApp. Chatting or texting with colleagues. Hey, did you watch um did you watch the latest Mike Flanagan horror film or series? <laughs> Follow the House of Usher. Very good. Alright. Is it there? Yes, it is. Well done, Rafelka. <laughs> Fourth most popular answer with 12 of 100 humans saying chatting or texting with colleagues. Very good. Okay. Okay, Min says um, reading your own mail. Reading your personal email. Hmm. Is that there? Personal email. Correo electronico personal. Hmm. Yes, it is. Well done. Uh, the chat is not missing a step, Natch. They're on fire. Min, identifying the number one and the number two answer. Personal email, 18 of 100 humans said that. Well done. There's just one more to go. Um, Min says playing games as well. That one was there. Going to the bathroom or as well done. Vero says a cigarette break. Oof. This is my guilty thing. <laughs> you know, I get in early before I even start the show. I've had a, I, I have a, my first cigarette break. <laughs> All right, but is it their cigarette break? No, it's not. There is one thing here. There is one thing here. Um, oof. In in what I do, this could be considered legitimate research. There is a social media platform. Um, that is ironically the second biggest search engine in the world dedicated to this format of information. Hmm. Probably the most popular thing. Oh, I can't give you many more clues. Here we go. Rob realizing that his list contains 80% of his workday. <laughs> Not true. Well, cigarette breaks, yes, but it wasn't on the list. Okay, Min has an answer. So number three. Has Min identified the top one, two, and three answers? He says, watching videos on YouTube. Do you think that's right, Natch? Yeah? It is well done! We're exempt from that. Usually, Natch, when we're watching YouTube videos, it's because a presenter has asked for them, or we're doing some kind of research. (laughs) There you go, see? No worries. I got your back, man. (laughs) It's there. Well done. So let's go through the list. I asked 100 humans to name non-work-related things that people do to kill time. Matar el tiempo at work, en el trabajo. Nombra cosas no relacionadas con el trabajo que la gente hace para matar el tiempo en el trabajo. In position number seven. Comprobar, check. Eh, Ver el, el tiempo. Or check the news, las noticias. It's in seventh place. Five of a hundred humans said that one. Well done. In position number six. And well done to Vero on this one. To play games, mobile games, Minesweeper. Do you ever play Minesweeper, Natch? Have you ever played it? It's addictive, that one. <laughs> Thankfully, I, I work on a Mac. No Minesweeper on Mac. Sort it out, please. Tim Tim Cook. <laughs> in position number five. Go to the bathroom. 
The best bathroom breaks are the ones you get paid for. Yes, sir. Going to the bathroom. 10 of 100 humans said that one. Fifth place. In position number four. Texting and chatting with colleagues. Perhaps it's, um, uh, you know, perhaps it's catching up on the weekend's events. Perhaps it's recommending TV shows. But something we've all been guilty of from time to time. Chatting with colleagues. Although, saying that, Natch, you and I never chat outside the radio. But people come into our room to chat to us. <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy. Natch and I speak to more people that we don't work with because they just come into our room than we speak to each other. <laughs> the perfect working partnership, sir. <laughs> All right. In position number three. We have watching videos, whether that be on YouTube or wherever. Maybe you'll spend a little time watching a video. In position number two. With 18 of 100 humans saying this one, personal emails. You know, watching, looking at your personal emails, maybe making appointments or whatever. And finally, in position number one. With 24 of 100 humans, congratulations to Natch and Min. It's using social media. Pharaoh says TikTok as well, yeah. Perfectly fine. Whatever it is where you're consuming that video content. Do you use, are you, have you used TikTok? No, no, no. I have, I used it once, but. Yeah. Reels though, right? Yes. On Instagram. Yes. Yeah, yes. dude. Mm-hmm. They are so addictive, man. The yes. crack cocaine of video content. <laughs> you know? Jeez Louise. And, the, and it's always the same artificial intelligence voice. Oh, anyway, whatever. Let's get into today's Complete the News. Complete the News! All right, friends, we're into Complete the News for today. Before we get into Complete the News, guys, I want to tell you something. Tonight, we have another um, Probo show, After Dark, where we tackle those um, more controversial issues. Woo! Today's a doozy. And it is a controversial one. Today's on um, tonight's unpopular opinion is the word cult and religion. The word cult and religion should be and could be used interchangeably. <laughs> Saying that it's both the same thing. So that's tonight, guys. It's going to be a hell of a discussion at 6 p.m. Central European time, live from the Probo Show studio. So if you're a radio listener, there is no show live on air tomorrow or Wednesday. We have two unique shows, one tonight and one on Wednesday morning. So please go and find the podcast. In all good podcast directories, search The Probo Show and you'll find your bald man there with all the episodes because there are two unique podcast original shows just for you, for our podcast listeners, because the bald man and the elves love you. There you go. All right, complete the news time. This section, you know how it works. I'm going to give you a news headline, un titular, but I'm going to leave out some important information. I'm going to give you three options, A, B, or C, and using those three options, you, my friends, will complete the news. If you're one of the many people watching the show but not participating, this is your moment. Just A, B, or C. Let's go. All right. Salzburg, Natch. It's in Austria. Okay? It's in Austria. That's a big clue. Salzburg Airport has a dedicated desk for flyers who blank. Hmm. El aeropuerto de Salzburgo cuenta con un mostrador específico para los pasajeros que blank. Salzburg Airport has a special, has a dedicated desk for flyers who blank. Is it A, fly to Austria instead of Australia? Is it B, Love Arnold Schwarzenegger? Or is it C, hurt themselves skiing? Hmm. Tough one today. Tough one today. I know what happens when it's tough. You all go for the funniest answer. (laughs) Okay, Salzburg Airport has a dedicated desk for flyers who? Is it A? Bueno, el aeropuerto de Salzburgo cuenta con un mostrador específico para los pasajeros que blank. Is it A, 
Fly to Austria instead of Australia. Vuela a Austria en vez de Australia. Um, love Arnold Schwarzenegger. Ama, aman a Arnold Schwarzenegger. Famously, famous son of Austria. Um, or C, hurt themselves skiing. Que se, I don't know, se lesionan. Se lesionan esquiando. A. Vaya nivelazo. Oh, thanks, Natch. What do you think, sir? The Oracle. We need we need your opinions. A. You think A. People who fly to Austria instead of Australia. And I'm only going to guess that's because it's the funniest answer. Right? All right. The chat is in a tie between B and C. And it doesn't look like anyone's going to break that tie. So, okay, I'll accept this today. I'll accept B and C. It's either B or C. All right, here we go. <clears throat> Salzburg Airport has a dedicated desk for flyers who... Should have listened to the Oracle. It was A. Coming from curlytails.com. Yeah, it's true. Salzburg Airport has a dedicated desk for flyers who fly to Austria (laughs) instead of Australia. Imagine. (laughs) Let's dive into this news. Many travelers accidentally fly to Austria when they mean to go to Australia due to the similarity of their names. Recognizing this frequent mistake, Salzburg Airport in Austria has set up a dedicated desk to assist such passengers. Wow. Um, Guys, all the links that I use in the show will be available on my Patreon, I don't know, in a few hours, so check it out there. Don't miss tonight's um, amazing Probo Show Live. It's a fascinating uh, discussion we're going to have about religion and how it relates to cults. Oof. Be there for that discussion. I want your opinions to be heard, my friends. Um, And finally, you know, guys... Thank you, thank you for participating in this. The best part of my day, every single day. There are so many things, an infinite number of things you could have been doing this morning, but instead of doing those things, you took the time to spend some time with me, and it means the absolute world. See you next time. (laughs) 